0: Hello, welcome back to another week of history creeps my name is chris chavez and i'm joined today with carter you go first i'll
1: go first <laughs> i am carter johnson a horror author
0: and i am
2: johnny townsend who looks like horror when he gets up in the morning so
0: <laughs> and i felt like this, horror for a while going. yeah bunch of horror yeah <laughs>
2: it's nothing but screams i look in the mirror and i just scream you scream
1: at yourself yeah
0: yeah there's
2: nothing in there but my reflection.
0: <laughs> this is, is who I am? <laughs> oh,
2: so, uh, guys, what do you think uh, today's uh, topic should be? Chris, did you disappear, Chris? <laughs> <laughs> There's no trace of Chris,
0: Carter. He's gone. Gone. <laughs> it must be a triangle.
2: Man. Yeah. There's, um. Uh, the Bermuda Triangle, I think, is what we're trying to get at here. I know I'm clever. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's, a, that's our clever intro to the show.
2: There you yeah. go. That's it how wasn't g- clunky at all.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Smooth
2: sailing, unlike the people in the ships in a Bermuda Triangle. Ah, there you go. That's there beautiful. There you go. That's a good one. That's nice. I'm going to drop the mic on that one. Mr. it's the So, guys, the, the Bermuda Triangle, obviously, I'm assuming you both have heard of this.
0: Yeah, let's talk about this because this is an area um, of water, <laughs> basically, that's had... That's all we're going to say. Let's just end the show on that. It's an area of water. All right. Water. See you guys later next week. Good night. Uh, no, but yeah, it's an area of water that's really had some, at least enough influence in American history so far to warrant us talking about it. It's on popular culture. You'll see it referenced in all kinds of things. Many books have been written about it. So I we figured why not? This is a pretty cool, creepy uh, subject,
2: and historical too because we've you know a lot of famous. Uh, uh, ships and airplanes and all kinds of things have disappeared in this area. Oh, yeah. Now, uh, to give everybody an idea, it's the area between Florida and Puerto Rico and, of course, uh, Bermuda. Right. And apparently it's like 500,000 square miles somewhere around in there of water.
0: Which creeps me out because I went to Puerto Rico and I flew there from Florida, and I'm assuming at some point I must have crossed over the triangle. How do we know this is the real you?
1: (laughs) I had a buddy that uh, used to go uh, do Christmas with his family in Brazil every year, and he would fly through the Triangle every Christmas. And huh. he, was like, he, he was always like, man, that's all a bunch of garbage. There's nothing there. I fly through it once a year. I'm fine. <laughs> well, I wish I could tell you he disappeared so it would be a great end to the story, but he didn't.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, there are, uh, there are a lot of people who go to Bermuda or have gone to different you know through that piece of water and nothing's happened at all. Um I think it what's what it is though is when when something does happen and there's no way to explain it that's why it's been such a big deal.
2: Yeah, yeah, for sure. And you also got to realize that this is a heavily traveled area. I mean, it's not just you know the the percentage of that is, of those that have disappeared is really small compared to the great number of, you know, people that have went through that area.
0: Right. It's a major yeah. like shipping route, isn't it?
2: Yeah, it is. Yeah, I'm going to just back on what he just said. Yes, it is. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> the great philosopher Carter Johnson once said, "Yes, it is." Yes, it is.
0: <laughs> the Bermuda Triangle. So, um, what do what do you how do you want to start this? You want to get into just like the famous disappearances on the Bermuda tri- in within the triangle, or?
2: I think you have to. I mean, obviously, there's all kinds that have disappeared there. I mean, but here's the thing that I found that's really interesting about it. It's not just like airplanes that disappear. It's also uh, ships and boats and such also disappear. Yeah. And when I say disappear, I don't mean that uh, they found traces of them. I mean, there's no trace of these found.
0: Right. Some, some real famous uh, ships, too, the U.S. ships, have gone down through there.
2: Yeah, I mean, that's the first one that I actually was going to talk about—the USS Cyclops. Did you guys uh, read anything about this one?
0: Um, I
1: came across it a little bit, yeah. Yeah,
0: I just know that I think that was the one so far on record that has had the most passengers that went that have disappeared. I think it's like three. It was back in
2: 1918 in March. Uh, to this day, it's considered the largest loss of life. In history of the U.S. Navy, that's not related to combat. In other words, it was you know they didn't think it was blown up or it was in the war or anything. Right. There's 309 people on that ship, <sighs> just gone. Wow. Just gone. And they were transporting uh, some sort of ore, some manganese ore or something like that. But uh, they said what was really weird about this one is that this ship was very capable of making SOS calls and all that you know all that kind of stuff, but never did. It just disappeared. I didn't hear anything from it really yeah and what's even crazier is that you know a lot of these big ships have sister ships you know even titanic had a sister ship yeah uh this one had two sister ships and guess what happened to them both disappeared yeah nobody knows no way are you kidding i was just kidding no, I am not making that up. They're both gone.
0: No and I did not way. get that off
2: Wikipedia. That's actually off of History Channel. As we all know, it, well, it's not really about history anymore, but it used to be.
0: <laughs> so you mean, so you mean, you, you what you saw on History Channel was that these ships were abducted, abducted by UFOs?
2: <laughs> yeah, no, ancient alien theorist <laughs> told me this. So Aliens. hold on.
0: So the the USS Cyclops, two both sister ships vanished. Was it in the same area? In the the triangle area, or just they, uh, they both?
2: What have? I read said they were uh, both of them were roughly taking the same route as uh, the USS Cyclops. Wow, really? Yeah, and they never found anything. No trace of them were ever found. When were they? Do you know when they disappeared before or, or before? Right. Uh, the Cyclops was in 1918, and those were around 1941.
0: Oh, okay. After. Yeah, it was after. Huh.
2: The curse. The curse of the USS Cyclops. Yeah, I don't. I should have looked up their names. I didn't look that up, but I'll look it up right now. You that's do freaky, that.
1: That's freaky, man. That's really. That's. It's freaky, and it's also one of those things where you're like, "Hey, Navy, you lost one ship. Why are you gonna send the other two through there?"
0: <laughs> well, yeah, but I, I, mean, I guess they're thinking, "Hey, it's been 30 years. They're, they <laughs> Whatever, should be yeah, fine." <laughs> there is hopefully gone now, so. Pro- yeah, nothing's going to happen. It was the Proteus and the Ner- Nerus, N-E-R-E-U-S. How do you pronounce that? Nerus. I don't know. What you said worked for me. There you yeah, go. Yeah, that sounds good. So those are the sister ships that went down in the North Atlantic during World War II. Oh,
1: so, there were, those, so were those actually combat-related sinkings?
0: Um,
2: I'm going to look that up too now. huh? From what I understood off of the History Channel, which again is, <laughs> you know, just exactly. barely above Wikipedia to me now. <laughs> wow! <laughs> I'm taking History Channel to I what History Channel? This is a quick tangent. Curse you, History Channel! I used to love you so much. Right. Now look what
0: you are. <laughs> <laughs> Clean up your actor. Go to your room. Yeah, I can. I get more history off the Travel Channel than I do off of you. Oh man. So okay. So the Nero's the Nerus, however you say that one. It says that it was presumed sunk after being torpedoed by German U-boats. Um, and the Proteus was lost uh, to an unknown cause. Ooh. There's no German U-boat cl- that claimed the vessel. Um, so just that one went down without without any cause. Could you imagine just being on one of those ships, and then you just
2: disappear?
1: <laughs> well, it, it makes you wonder, right? Those are the only people that know what really happened. So,
2: Yeah, are those on the ships?
1: Yeah, so how do you... I don't know it's because I keep I keep coming across you know weather phenomena and the fact that true north and magnetic north line up in the triangle which can really cause your compass to go haywire too
0: yeah there was a lot of things that they talk about uh in terms of weather having something to do with it or the electromagnetic anomalies like, like you were stating I also saw stuff about methane gas did you see that
1: I did the uh, the mud volcanoes, yeah.
0: Yeah, there's there. I guess some scientists even prove that this is this works this way. But the way the water is when it's underneath the boat, supporting the boat, um, at under the sea, these 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 big pockets of bubbles of gas shooting out the sea. <laughs> 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 yeah. While the crabs off singing to the right, to the left, there's <laughs> these gas bubbles shooting straight up. But I guess that they're in such like like if you shake up a. Um, You know, uh, a bottle of Pepsi, and then you watch all that fizzy—you know—the bubbles that happens all at once under the water, and it just basically—it's almost like taking out the water from underneath the boat. It—it'll just drop, just stroke the entire boat drop into the ocean.
1: And that's that in and of itself is scary. Even if there's, you know, anywhere in the ocean, doesn't matter if I'm in the Bermuda Triangle. That happens. Um. Probably going to have to change my shorts after that. Asking
0: like, for a refund on your carnival cruise.
2: Yeah, no – oh, dude, yes. <laughs> You're going
0: to have to change them anyway because they're going to be wet. Forget forget the bad food. It's it's you got to worry about gas bubbles from underneath you. Forget the bad food. you got to worry about the earth farting underneath you basically. <laughs> <laughs> this is horrible, man. But, like, I mean, I've seen all these different things. I've seen the storms. Uh, they try to say, you know – there's nothing paranormal. It's storms, you know, or or the, or the like the electromagnetic things. It's, it's messing with their compasses and things. Um, now,
2: now, guys, I want you both to promise me that if for whatever reason I go missing in that area, I want on my tombstone years later to say uh, it was probably because of an earth fart. <laughs> <laughs> it
0: was probably because of an earth
1: fart. Yeah,
2: that's what I wanted to say.
1: <laughs> I thought you were going to be like, guys, if I disappear down there, what I want you to do is I want you to get a ship, you come, and you rescue
0: me. yeah he left he left behind (laughs) such beautiful art and now he's dead because the earth
2: (laughs) (laughs) because of earth farts (laughs)
0: because of
1: earth farts there you go that that works better oh there you go you know what's interesting about it is that they come up with all these explanations and the thing about true north and magnetic north lining up is true so you could experience... Well, what is
0: that? Because, like, for people who might not know, what is true north and magnetic north?
1: Oh, true north is um, uh, actual true north, and magnetic north is where your compass points. It's not, it is not. it is north, but it's not north.
0: It's off, and right?
1: both of those line up somewhere in the triangle. It's uh, There's a certain way in the country that it runs... I think it runs, uh, what is it, Wisconsin to Texas... Or something like that. I forget what it is. Hmm. There's one, there's one in the United States also. But apparently, if you hit this just right, it'll it'll spin your compass out, you know, because the two magnetic points are lining up and it causes a compass malfunction, basically. So these guys don't really have any idea where they're going if they're on a boat, you know, or on a ship and this happens. So I guess what I'm trying to say is with that being true, you know, you got to figure a couple of them probably did have, you know, some kind of trouble due to their compass malfunctioning or um, uh, a methane bubble from underneath an, an earth fart, if you will.
0: I would think the Cyclops, that would probably be the best explanation for that one. Because it if would they were having, like it. Yeah. if they were having any kind of problems with their 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 compasses or anything like that, you think they would have, like you said, Johnny, they they had the ability to make radio calls, and you think you'd have some sort of radio call out to say, "Hey, our stuff's not working." Unless,
2: yeah, I, I, yeah, I fully believe that all these disappearances are happening in this this one vast area. By the way, it's a vast area, but there are probably just many different causes to them. Yeah, like you guys and are yeah, saying
1: that's probably right. There's, you know. There's not one root cause for all of this stuff. Yeah.
0: You Would know, you say that so. uh, the Cyclops was carrying ore?
2: Yeah, like a uh, manganese. I'm probably saying that wrong because I do not <laughs> pronounce words. What's the uh, No, you're uh, saying it right. Manganese. <laughs> yeah, manganese. <laughs> Alright, thank you. You guys were leaving me out in the cold there. I didn't know if I was getting it right <laughs> or not.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, that's right. That's right. Uh, I didn't finish college. <laughs> and that's, I guess that's, <laughs> that's...
2: okay. Neither
1: did I.
0: That that stuff's heavy, right? Manga- manganese ore. I'm assuming no, I am can't carry heavy. it. I've of course, I don't know what it is. I'm gonna look that up too. We need to look these things up. Um, is great.
1: Manganese comes from the bottom of the ocean, I believe.
0: It's an element. Yeah, it's a combination of iron with other minerals. It sounds like, like you know,
2: you go to the market, get some oranges and manganese. <laughs> it Make sounds a little like a manganese juice.
1: A dish,
0: yeah. at, a dish at the Chinese restaurant. Hmm. So they're uh, they're carrying that basically. <laughs> <laughs> Leave it out. Um, so they carry that, and, yeah, the gas bubbles, I'd have to say, is what took this one out. I can't see... It
1: seems most likely, right? I mean, there's no other... How else do you... How else do 300 guys, 300-plus 300 guys, just disappear like that without anybody, you know, calling for help or... and And what's always interesting to me is what Johnny said, too, is that these ships just literally disappear. It's not like, oh something washed up in Florida or something washed up in Puerto Rico they're just gone
0: right and and still nothing's been found even with the yeah. technology we have today we still haven't found any of that wreckage
1: almost a hundred years later still hasn't been found and that that's just freaky to me man I don't want to just disappear like that guys <laughs> <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> that is I mean seriously there's no you don't see it coming the, the ocean just basically opens up under it's like a sinkhole in, in the ocean yeah now,
2: uh, you know, I think what's even creepier though is flight
0: nineteen. That I was just going to go that way because I was going to say the sinkhole could be fine, but how do you explain this?
2: Yeah, Carter, do you want to tell us a little bit about flight? Sure, sure, sure. Um,
1: well, in uh, on December fifth, nineteen forty-five, uh, five TBM Avenger bombers were on a training flight, uh, doing heading east from Fort Lauderdale, and they were radioing in their positions. Everything seemed to be fine, and suddenly they were just gone Uh, as i understand it the uh navy um chalks it up to them running out of fuel while they were out on their training exercise the way that it lays out for them is that something happened and these guys went off course whether it be some kind of inclement weather or something like that they went off course um and eventually their little avenger bombers just ran out of gas and they dropped into the ocean
2: but what makes this, to me, even more wild is that one of the ships that went out to look for them also vanished. Yep. Whoa, uh, really? A
1: PBM Mariner disappeared while searching for them and was never found.
2: Hmm. So so you had 14 men that was in the, the training flight there, and then you also had 13 men that were in the, in the ship that went missing looking for them. Yeah. All gone, just all disappeared.
1: All gone. All gone. And Flight 19... Has become such a part of popular culture that Spielberg used it in Close Encounters. Did he? That's the, that's oh. the planes that they see at the beginning that keep showing back that's up. Right. The the guys go out and look at them and whatnot. That's all from uh,
0: from Flight Nineteen. Don't some of the pilots come down off the ship when when it lands?
1: Yeah, they do, and they're all like the same age, and yeah, it's it's crazy. <laughs>
2: and I yeah. give that movie three and a half out of four. I really <laughs> liked it. I don't know about you guys.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I remember being super fascinated with with the Bermuda Triangle and this was always one of those stories that was part of the fascination. Like this was the one that was like all five of these planes disappeared. Not one, not one went down and the other ones called for they all disappeared. They all no one called for help. I think they were saying that they they were having problems with their their dials right they called back to say there was problems
1: they were saying they were having some uh instrument malfunctions but apparently one of the last transmissions was one of the pilots said the water's white that's weird and then he said no it's green no now it's white
0: oh so you think maybe he was seeing the sky and then the water like he was spinning
1: he, either that or you know maybe they flew into some kind of space-time rip or something you know, who, who knows? Yeah, there's that's... no telling what's out there because once you go, you don't come back. So how do we know? Yeah. <laughs> that's one of the
0: things attributed to the, the phenomena there. They're saying all of these – like all the people who can explain away these things saying all these natural things like the methane gas, the storms, the magnetic things. Um, there's the other side that say it's UFOs. It's um, some vortex at this, you know, at the center of this thing. Or like you said, time, these time slips, these time like wormholes. Yeah. God. Yeah. And
1: well, you know, honestly to me, I I would go UFOs, but I don't know cuz a time slip just seems like that's that almost sounds like something you could conceivably come back from. You know, and mm-hmm. and there I forget the name of the guy who made it from Do you know about this one, Johnny? He 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 shaved like 45 minutes off his flight.
0: Yeah, I heard about that.
1: I can't remember the guy's name, and I can't remember where he was coming from, but I know he was flying into Florida.
2: Oh, it's Tom Hanks.
1: It Tom? Okay, Th- thank you for solving that one.
2: You're there welcome. You. He had a volleyball with him. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, he didn't, because that volleyball disappeared. It floated away eventually. Yeah. <laughs> 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 it was, not a trace was found. <laughs> I also wanted to bring up while we're talking about these the more famous ones. Uh did you guys hear about the one of uh, Joshua Slocum? No. No,
1: I didn't hear about this one.
2: Well he was famous at the time. He was world famous because he was the first person to sell solo by, you know by himself around the world. But then in nineteen oh nine around the Bermuda Triangle, he just disappeared and nobody knows what happened.
1: That's freaky. Really? There's a guy who's experienced and knows what he's doing and still disappears.
2: Yeah, he's literally, he literally made it around the world by himself, and then he just disappears.
1: That's insane. That's, that's yes, yeah, right there, man.
2: Yeah, that one really freaked me out, because obviously this is a guy who knows what he's doing. Yeah. Because you don't sell across the world by yourself if you're an
0: amateur. What was his name again? Joshua Slocum? Yeah, S L O C U M. Yeah, I've never heard of this story. Tis crazy.
1: Yeah, it is pretty crazy.
0: I mean, he was, was the first that was man. Kind of freaks me out. The first man to single-handedly sail around the world. Yes, nice. And he just disappeared while aboard his boat.
2: Yep, that is very true. And this
0: That's, was it's, he he a hold on, did he disappear through the? Was this through the triangle?
2: They're saying that it could. They don't know for sure. That's what a lot of people are saying. They're giving credit to it because nobody knows. He just, he just was gone. He never showed up again. And it's kind of the same thing with uh, you know, Earhart. Like nobody really knows what happened to her. She just disappeared. Yeah. yeah, that's
1: I was gonna. I was gonna mention that. It kind of seemed like a similar situation to that.
0: Yeah, the one with Earhart. That's hers. Was attributed to the other triangle. That's directly on the other side of the world. The uh, the dragons triangle I was telling you guys about. Yeah. Um, down there, apparently, there's this area of ocean in the Pacific, the the Southern Pacific, that ships have been missing for decades, like constantly going missing. It's not as well known as the Bermuda Triangle, but they say that there it's it there's more you know loss of of ships and aircraft attributed to that area than the Bermuda Triangle. Um, and I guess Amelia Earhart in 1937, when she flew out, it was down in that area around Papua New Guinea when she disappeared.
2: Well, you know, there's there are places in the ocean all across the world where there's going to be just heavier wrecks. Or you know, you got the graveyard of the Atlantic up not that far from me and Carter here. Yeah. Uh, you know, where thousands of ships have crashed because of you can't tell how deep the water gets, so uh-huh. you just run aground without knowing. Uh-huh. Yep. And then you have the Bermuda Triangle. You got the other triangle. There's just all kinds of places like that. Yeah.
1: No, and there's probably ones that we don't even know about. You know. Mm-hmm. Because the ocean gets so deep in certain places. Heck, the Mariana Trench is, what, seven, eight miles down?
0: Yeah, they just put down, did you see they just put some uh, microphone down there and recorded the sounds?
1: Oh, Oh, no, no. (laughs) really? Oh, yeah, it's really, (laughs) what did they say?
0: It's really creepy. You can hear all these weird sounds,
2: man. (laughs) If I hear voices from that.
1: (laughs) Oh, no, uh uh-uh. Yeah, none it's insane. That, none of that, Julia. None of that
0: stuff, man. None of that stuff. <laughs> no, no. I'm Aquaman.
1: <laughs> okay, that one might be cool though. You,
0: yeah. you hear that sound effect? That <laughs> when he's uh controlling the fish and all.
2: I like that sound effect. It was a great one. Uh,
0: but I found, you a, new, found, new, I found you a new job. <laughs> that, that's what I'll be doing. You guys, uh, but have you guys? Did you guys see much about that Dragon's Triangle? In this, in your research on the Bermuda Triangle,
2: I only kind of glanced at it, and what I saw was mainly a lot of Japanese ships that have went down. Uh-huh. Uh, there was one really famous one where apparently there was some sort of explosion, but then they never found anything after that; like it was just gone.
0: There's one that there was one that where a Russian ship came across um, the Flying Dutchman. You hear about that one?
2: Oh no,
1: I didn't hear about. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah tell this story. I love Flying Dutchman stories. Oh, you know
0: the Flying Dutchman? Oh yeah, oh, yeah. Okay, so yeah, on the morning, it's apparently on the morning of June 11th, 1881, um, oh, did I say Russian? A British. It was a British warship. Uh, what, what's the name of it here? I had it written down. Oh, the HMS uh, B- Bacanti. Uh, they say they, ca- they came across the Flying Dutchman. And one of, the, one of the guys that was on the ship wrote in the log um, saying, and I'll, this is exactly what the quote, the quote says. It says, the Flying Dutchman crossed our bows. Uh, She emitted a strange phosphorescent light as of a phantom ship all aglow. She came up on the port bow, where also the officer of the watch from the bridge saw her. But on arriving, there was no vestige or any sign whatever of any material ship to be seen, either near or right away to the horizon, the night being clear and the sea calm. So the guy says that basically they're out there, and all of a sudden they came across the ship. And as they got closer, it was gone. It wasn't there.
1: Okay, that's pretty cool an actual recorded Oh yeah. Flying Dutchman sighting. That's pretty cool.
0: Um, you know who wrote that? He would later be crowned King George V. Oh, it's Tom Hanks. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, the king King George V. That was that's something that I mean, he was on the ship when that happened and he he recorded that. So, it was in this area of the water. Um like you were saying, Johnny, the Japanese talked about a lot of a lot of Japanese boats. Apparently, like that area of the water, the Japanese have always said has been dangerous. Like way back in ancient times, they thought a dragon lived under the water because so many uh, so many fishing boats and so many different, you know, vessels that they sent out would just completely disappear. Never come back. No, I mean, That's why they <laughs> called it the Dragon's Triangle. No, exactly. You're right. Exactly. Yeah. Um, I did see also in re- reading up on that, like from between 1952 and 1954, five military vessels were lost at sea, out there, just completely vanished. Uh, and so then they sent out a research ship full of like a hundred scientists to figure out what's going on out there. Is there, you know, electromagnetic things? Is it weather? What's what's out there? That ship disappeared. Oh, gone. No way. Gone, never to be seen again.
2: Field trip. It's field trip time.
0: Yeah. So then here's the other, this is the weird thing that I've never heard about in the Bermuda Triangle. Out there in the Dragon's Triangle, they say that they truly believe there is an alien civilization or something that's built under the water. Because not only do things go missing, or not only do they come across these ghost ships, um, there have been numerous accounts of objects that come shooting out of the water, hover you know, in the sky for a bit, and then phew, take off and disappear.
2: USOs.
0: Yep, you've heard about those.
1: Oh yeah, there's a um, Columbus saw one on his crossing to America. Apparently,
0: yeah, there you go.
1: And they're big time off of uh, Catalina Island. In, yeah, uh, out out in the Pacific.
0: In Japan, they they have no problem with like documenting that stuff. They've been documenting UFOs, and they they take um, reports from people all the time. They take them seriously because the government over there, I apparently you know, is trying to figure out is there something going on um but well you know a a lot of
2: governments are like that i mean i don't want this to be all about ufos because that should be its own thing but right um you know a lot of governments are that way they're like they're very open about ufo reports and Mm -hmm. stuff and they take them very seriously i think america is one of the few places that seems to almost i don't think it's as bad now as it used to be but you know almost tries to mock you if you try to you know they, they had a thing where if you're like a, a pilot and you saw something, you didn't want to report it because people would start making fun of you for it. Right. You wouldn't be taken
0: seriously anymore. Yeah. Um, yeah. But the reason I was bringing that up is because, because of that, uh, uh, there are a lot of documentations of this area of water where these, these objects just come out of the water and shoot off into space, take off. Uh, so that was, that was one thing I saw that wasn't going on in Bermuda triangle, but there have also been reports of like time lapses where, um, you know, the vessel that somebody's on a shit on a fishing boat and they'll disappear and come back like a couple weeks later and say that they weren't gone for two weeks. You know that they were, they were just out for that two minutes or or 30 minutes and had just come back. They don't understand why people thought they were gone for two weeks.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's, that's one, that's another one, you know, it's easy to discount it when the ship sinks and there's never any, Oh, it was weather, you know, whatever. But, when somebody comes back like that, that's a little bit more difficult yeah. to toss aside.
0: So, what are your thoughts overall on these triangles? What do you think that you think they're UFOs, Carter?
1: I think it's. I think it it, it, it has to be either UFO or USO activity, because really? I feel like the time slip thing. I, that seems again. That seems like something that, like what you're talking about, you can come back from. You know or that you just travel through, like that guy I was saying that was on his way to Florida. Hmm. And it, if that were the case, it feels like we'd have more reports of that. You know? But again, I feel like what Johnny said is also kind of true as well. We're still one of those countries that kind of mocks those kinds of reports mm-hmm. or stories. So there may be more stories or reports about that, and people just don't want to come forward.
0: I tend to. I think I tended to, to look always look for the more rational explanations as much as possible. As much as I like the weird and, and unexplained, um, so like I think a lot of the things, at least the ships, the you know the, the boats, you could probably explain to the storms or those the methane gas thing, because the methane gas thing is a, is a proven you know geological thing happening under the water in those areas. So yeah. Well, let me say something real quick to kind of. throw
2: us in here like today i mean as in when we're recording this on the 13th of march uh, a new article came out on 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 a bunch of different you know respectable sites there's a they've discovered in norway giant underwater craters and i mean they're like they're like half a mile wide about 150 feet deep that are that they feel are caused by those buildups of the methane that you guys were talking about Mm -hmm. and that was the explosion would make those craters so they're thinking that those are all across the oceans, which you know, how how much of the ocean have we discovered? It's so little. It's a small percentage. It's yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, it's a final uh, frontier. It really is. Oh, no, really?
0: Yeah, I'm not kidding.
2: Yeah, for sure. And so they're thinking that that's going to be a cause of a lot of that. I honestly feel that all these disappearances are just a bunch of different things. Like I don't think they're all just one thing. Uh-huh. Like I don't think because uh, obviously you're like flight 19. I don't think that's at all going to be those uh the methane gas blowing up out of the water no i don't think it's get those obviously
0: the thing that what do you think happened with that then
2: i really honestly feel that like carter kind of went on in a minute ago where the your compasses get messed up in that area Mm -hmm. so maybe they really did get lost i mean who knows it's i think there's so many that like i can't discount what carter thinks and i can't discount what you think because either one of them could could technically could be it because i don't know hmm
1: Oh, and that's like what, we're, you know, what we were saying a second ago is how, how can you know which ones are actually, oh, this guy ran out of fuel, right. or this guy's compass got messed up, as opposed to, well, this guy might have gone through a time
0: slip. The thing I understood about no. this, this flight pattern that they were doing, this, this uh, practice run, was that it was a super simple run. They were to go out to a specific point uh, where they saw the land underneath, turn left. Hit another point, turn left, and hit hit Florida again. Yeah, um, and I know that there were a, a few radio calls that came in. I saw one. I was as you guys were talking, I was p- trying to pull up stuff about Flight 19 to see if there was any quotes anywhere about what was called in. Um, and it says that the first calls that were starting to come in were saying they didn't know where they were. Uh, they they seemed to be a little disoriented. He says we must have got lost after the last turn. Then a little bit later, he says, both my compasses are out, and I'm trying to find Fort Lauderdale. This is the lead guy, the guy that's leading the other, the other four planes the, um, yeah. in the training. He says, um, and he says his voice is sounding anxious. I'm over land, but it's broken. I'm sure it's in the, I'm in the Keys, but I don't know how far down. Uh, later on, Later on, there's a recording of one of the students that's following that is griping over the radio, and he says, damn it, if we could just fly west, we would get home. And then they call back. He says, we didn't go far enough east. We may as well just turn around and go east again.
2: I, I saw many times on a couple of the documentaries that I watched that, uh, you know, when when they're training you to fly mm-hmm. like that, you're trained to use your instruments and not to use right. your eyes to look around.
0: Right. And because they lost they, they lost their instruments. So right there is probably, there probably is, uh, you know, weird electromagnetic things that happen to your instruments there. Um, And he says, you can hear in the things, he's calling them, you know, calling, saying all the planes should stay tight so that if they they don't see landfall, they're going to be ditching the plane soon. Uh, As soon as the first plane drops below 10 gallons, we all go down together. But, and then they say it was a while later before uh, a few other things started, like the last thing that came through was they were calling the call numbers or whatever they were. Yeah. The name of the... I don't
1: know. The uh, um, ah, you know
0: what know I'm talking, what about. talking about? Yeah, it was I know just what a weird set. They said it was it was very faint, and he could was almost like he was resigned as he was saying the name of the whatever.
1: Which that even and that lends almost more credence to like what we were talking about earlier about the Navy saying that maybe they just got disoriented and ran out of fuel.
0: I I did see I did uh, I was watching one of those History Channel documentaries on it too, and I, I saw there was a. An Air Force guy that was saying, you have four students following, a, you, you know, the teacher, basically, uh, the instructor. And, like, if you were one of those students and that you knew the instructor was wrong and you knew that him being wrong could eventually get you killed, wouldn't you turn around on your own and go? I would. And they said, that's, they said no one called in. No one said anything, you know, what's going on. He, we don't know what's going on with him. Nothing. Aside from the one guy saying if we just turned west, we'd be home.
1: Yeah, and that, again, that seems to indicate more disorientation and not an instrument malfunction than, say, a UFO or a time slip. You know, I'm I'm with Johnny on this one. These methane volcanoes and these mud volcanoes, they explain a lot, but they don't cover everything. Right. I mean, how does one of those take out an airplane? You know, it, it better be one mother of a methane
2: ball. <laughs> and you would think we would know about it if it's going to be that big,
0: <laughs> right? No kidding. But the and yeah. and if the but the thing is, is if these planes went down, where's the wreckage? How come we still even to this day? I think there's actually still a um some organization that's still dedicated to trying to find these the the flight.
1: Yeah, I think I read about that.
2: Yeah, I wouldn't doubt it. That'd be one heck of a find, too. I mean, that's that's a historical disappearance right there. Right. So.
0: And I know the ocean's huge, and but I I always feel like the it's the Pacific that where it's it's probably the hardest. I feel like the the amount of water between our country, our continent, and Europe and Africa, you know, I feel like we sh- we've been able to get through a lot of that, um, at least in terms of finding wreckage. We found the Titanic. You know what I mean?
2: Yeah. Well, so, you also got to realize though, is the currents. I mean, just in, uh, in, the, in the Atlantic true. can take you miles and miles and
0: miles away but nothing's washed up on any country at all no wheel no propeller not a you know nothing
2: yeah we literally have feet washed up on people's shores and we can't <laughs> find these ships no you're right that's a true thing by the way We yeah. you talk about that one time
0: <laughs> i did see that that's that's a yeah. much <laughs> <laughs> so flight 19 um you think you think uh just basically running out of gas and going down
2: I, I think that's part of it. I think that's at least a part of what happened. There was some, obviously they got lost because, I mean, you can hear it when they're talking and, and all the things that was recorded, them saying. So that's a part of it. Now, I do feel like some of this, not Flight 19, but some of these other disappearances, I mean, we only covered a few, a small percentage of how many there are. Uh, you know, some of them are even harder to explain than these. These are just the more famous ones. Yeah. Hmm. So, you know, so I'm not taking away anything from like it being a UFO or something. I don't know. I'm not one of those people who says that there's no aliens because it's really kind of full of ourselves to think we're the only things in the universe. But, you know, at the same time, I'm also like Chris, like I want to find if, if I can't find a more plausible explanation and more down to earth reasoning, then that would lead me more towards the other one. So I'm going right. to try everything I can to find the more reasonable to make. The unreasonable you know, more possible. Right. Well, I and, find it.
1: and here's another, you know, question for as far as Flight nineteen goes. Okay, so say they did suffer instrument malfunction, okay, and they flew around too long, they ran out of gas, and they crashed into the ocean. Where are the bodies?
0: Exactly. Well Why there's hasn't any sharks. kind
1: of of you know not not even just wreckage, but I mean Anything. There was no... You know, that when the Navy went out and searched for them right after they assumed they went down, they didn't find anything. And then they lost another plane. So... Did they lose the second plane to instrument malfunction as well? You know, because if, if that plane was flying out right to a certain spot, then it wouldn't have run out of fuel. So... In some ways I agree with Johnny, there's just not enough information to like come to a proper conclusion without being able to examine that wreckage, you know.
2: You know we've come a long way since nineteen forty five, but even in the era that we in the you know, the, the years that we are now, we still have large planes go missing. What was that one that went missing not too long ago and everybody yeah. was disappeared and they don't know where it yeah, was? Yeah,
0: the Malaysian flight. They still yeah. haven't found that. They still haven't yeah. found the wreckage of that.
2: Yeah, that's so, why I mean. I so it's like, definitely possible, even in today's uh, you know time. So yeah.
0: that's why I see. That's why I feel like it's out there in the Pacific, which is the if I feel to me, I feel like that's the one that's harder to find things in. You know what I mean? I always I, I would assume this i this area where the triangle is. You're so close to Florida or Georgia or you know South Carolina, any of those states. You've got any of those islands that those things could wash up on. Bermuda itself, the Azores, is, is you know north of that. Africa, you, nothing. We don't. Know, I mean, at least we don't know, right? I mean, as far as we know, maybe the wreckage did show up on the shores of Africa, and some indigenous tribe, you know, took it off and made it a you know a temple. V'ger. <laughs> but uh, where's Indiana like, Jones when we need him? But really, like, exactly. where are these? Where are all these pieces? The Malaysian and flight where, too. And
1: where you know. And, and again, it's not just Flight 19. You know, there's all of these uh, uh, incidents. And a lot of the time, nothing has ever been found. So either there's like a huge ship slash airplane graveyard out there that mm-hmm. nobody's found yet. Or something strange is afoot at the Circle K, fellas.
0: <laughs> Very <laughs> I mean, nice very excellent
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> that's awesome we throw in as many references as we can
1: hey we have to right even if they're obscure
2: ones <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah for sure so uh, that's all I have for this one what about you guys you got anything else to add
0: yeah no it's the it's it's one of those things again it will always because it's not explained yet you'll always be able to say that's the creepy part the part that is what if what if it's a UFO what if it's a time slip, what if it's a know. sea monster? Exactly. Yeah. See, that's the one I want it to be <laughs> like a big, a big giant, the giant squid.
2: Well, you know, uh, you know, this is the giant squid. They thought was a made up thing and then, then they found some. So obviously there's creatures that we don't know about that are huge in the ocean. So who knows? Now, I'm not saying a giant octopus came up and took these ships down. <laughs> I'm just saying that part of me thinks it would be cool just because it's a giant octopus.
1: Well, but again, it's, it's, how do we, we don't have enough information. How do we know that a couple of those ships didn't go down as a result of giant squid? Correct. You know, we don't know. There's no way for us to, there's no way for us to know. Again, I, I go back to the, the disappearance of the Cyclops, you know, 300 plus guys go down in the water. Mm. Not one of them, you know, gets on a lifeboat. Not one of them, you know, no bodies are ever found. None of that. That, That's just.
0: Unless it really, unless it really is like that, the, uh. The sinkhole type of thing where it's so yeah. sudden you can't do anything about it. But like you said, regardless, the bodies at some point have to bob to the surface. You know, there's something going on.
2: Well, also, I mean, like I said before, we haven't explored even a fraction of our ocean. You know, the, uh, recently, like this year, if I'm thinking right, they put this tracker on its large. I wish I could remember how big it was. This large great white shark. And then they realized that it had been eaten. Some had eaten it and swallowed it whole.
0: Yeah, I did see that and, I did and they see so it's something don't know what
2: it was. So there's still to this day there's creatures we don't know And that would <laughs> eat large giant, you know, great white sharks.
0: Yeah, and I think there's also this weird underwater footage from a Japanese um like fishing boat where you see, see this weird like thing. You, no one knows what it is, what kind of fish or what kind of, you know, creature it is, but it comes th- out of the darkness of the water, brushes along the side of it and goes right back out to the water, you know, into the darkness. Tom I Hanks. think I had seen that video. Yeah, Tom Hanks. Yeah, i title this the Tom Hanks <laughs> episode. <laughs> I was running. <laughs> oh man. it happens. Yeah. No. Um, A. what is it, Jene? Jene. A? A. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think until we we actually get the answers, till we find this wreckage, till we're able, there's always gonna be that that aura of like, what if it could be this or that, but. You know, like I said before, I'd like to try to figure out, you know, real explanations behind it. And if I can't, if there just really is no other way to point point to say, hey, it could have been this, then that's when it's cool to say, oh, the world really is that creepy.
2: Yeah, because it is. Because <laughs> it is.
0: Yeah, because it
2: is. So, uh, so Carter, um, go ahead and don't you have something coming out pretty soon? It's gonna be awesome.
1: Uh, I have a third novel called Spider's Web. It's my first uh, science fiction novel, and that one should be coming out uh, hopefully next month. Nice. Um, and then hopefully later this year I'll have another novel uh, coming out, but that one's still kind of under wraps for right now.
2: Well, see, that's very cool. See, I knew. See, that's how I do. It's what friends do. We help each other out like that. It's <laughs> word out, man. I think it's exactly. very cool. Uh, as for me, you can find me on Johnnyism28. You can also go to our Facebook page of History Creeps and check out my other uh, podcast, uh, Into Oblivion with Bobby. And also, I've started a brand new podcast. I know, apparently I'm the Kevin Smith of this of our guys.
0: <laughs> I don't know, man. I might give you a run for your money.
2: <laughs> well, I have another podcast. If you guys like old video games, I'm talking Nintendo and Sega Genesis, up to Nintendo 64, that range, uh, me and my friend Trevor er, – gonna talk about and we just started we got one episode up now it's on iTunes called retro
0: bliss so nice. give it a chance nice
1: yeah very nice
0: very cool what about you, what about you Chris uh, myself I do another podcast with two other guys back issues comic book podcast you can find us on Facebook uh, iTunes um, also we do we do the show live on mixlr.com it's an online radio station uh, you can also download the app for mixlr and follow our radio station BICBP radio um on there also anthony does his his rude boy radio we, we're going to have all types of new shows coming out soon for that so uh keep your ears open sounds like a plan to me and that's Absolutely. about it. gentlemen i think this was a good episode and i'm finished with the triangles
1: i'm I- done with the triangles.
0: I'm going to I got to go. I'm going to go into the triangles if I don't see
2: you guys. <laughs> then I, you know what I want on my on my gravestone. <laughs> the,
1: earth, earth the, farted.
0: Farted. <laughs> or the earth farted. The
1: earth farted.
0: Awesome thanks we'll, for listening. Thanks we'll for listening. See you guys next week.
1: Thanks guys.